Oi. I'm good. Yeah, we're in the building. We're in the building. We've already had a bit of a chat already, haven't we? We have had a chat. Jumping straight into it. This is the Killer Keller podcast alongside the mighty Sweetie Irie, legendary for early door sound system banging right way through to... Well, let's, I'll tell you what, let's just start there. Let's start there. Let's do it. So. Yeah. As a you, as a young man, coming up through the ranks, sound systems. Wow. West London. I mean... Sound system. It's funny when you say that because it brings me right to where we're at in the present with the grime scene right. and all the MCs battling for the number one spot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It hasn't changed that much. That's how we used to do it with sound systems. So we... we'd go out, we'd MC, we'd prove our skills and, yeah, pretty much the same thing, really. Was the landscape very much similar B- back then, you know? Like, I mean, I'm talking like it was so far away, but you know what I mean? Like... Did it have the same sort of um, intensity? Like, like grime right now, it just feels like it's a, a constant battle. Like if, if it ain't someone sending for someone on Twitter, it's a, it's a, it's a road thing and they're freestyling. Like, was there a lot of that kind of energy? There was time? a lot of that. It was pretty much the same thing. I mean, yeah, most of the MCs from my era, that's how you kind of learn your trade yeah, and yeah, get yeah. your craft right. So... You have a few battles along the way and stuff. But, yeah, I think we, my generation kind of took it slightly to a different level Mm -hmm. from just being behind sound systems. We wanted to put on shows more than just be an MC. So, yeah, we kind of took it somewhere else. You ventured into DJing? I'm a terrible DJ. (laughs) (laughs) Awful. I couldn't put two, it's weird, isn't it? Couldn't put two records together. Terrible, yeah. That is a... Art in itself, it's an isn't art in itself. It? Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. of course. Well, it, I mean, as we know, it's kind of lost its its art as it has, time's gone with on. technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's still an art. There's still an art in it. I reckon for selecting, selecting yeah, for sure. Of course, definitely. Yeah, you know. I mean, but I'm a terrible DJ. Yeah, but what were your influences? Like, who were your influences? Uh, I mean, when I was growing up, my uncles had a massive reggae sound around here called Paddington Terror. So I was always kind of amongst it. That's where... Paddington Terror. Yeah, they was a serious sound, mate. Well, I've never heard that name before. Yeah, I mean, they was around before I was born. Wow. So they was like a big established sound. And then my dad used to put on like a lot of shows with a lot of the legend Jamaican artists like uh, Gregory Isaacs, Dennis Brown. He did a bit with Bob Marley. So I was always amongst it. So that was really my inspiration. And my then, boy Spider always, he cited a lot of things back in the day to you. When we was working together, he'd be yeah. like, oh, yeah, no, sweetie. I know, sweetie. Yeah. Like, from back then, like, yeah. I guess it was, like, cross, cross-referencing cross and always being around the same sort of... Of course. ...calibre artists of the time. Definitely. Yeah. It's weird, because them times, there was no, like garage or grime it was either you're a reggae boy or a hip-hop boy (laughs) there was nothing else so we'd either (laughs) sing in kind of patois or we'd sing in a yankee style yeah we didn't really we was struggling to find our identity then eventually even though we we sing in patois there's still a bit of english twang in there Mm -hmm. which brought our identity and now like the grime kids which i'd say is like my kids 
Yeah. You know, yeah. they're singing in the full English twang, man, and it's it's an, And it's mad, man. isn't it? It's yeah. mad progression. It I remember, is. like, there used to be, like, this thing about American Americanisms in Brit, British hip-hop. Yeah. You swerved that pretty well, like, the whole kind of hip-hop thing. Yeah. Because it really got down to, you know, you can't be, you know, yeah. rapping in that American accent. But nowadays, it really, it's almost like... N- Nylon, New York, London. It's almost like you can oh, integrate. It's, it's all in entwined now. Yeah, man. I mean, even back back then, like I did my first record deal with Island when I was about eighteen, and London Posse was signed to Island at the same time. <sighs> London Posse, Rodney P, yeah. and Bionic. Them guys brought the English twang to them, bro. Like yeah. so, hit them hard as well. Yeah, man. So we've always. I think it's always good to represent where you come from. Yeah. You yeah. know, more than trying to be something you're not. Definitely. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and with that in mind, mm. you, I mean, you've evolved into, like, you morphed into loads of different heads. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you put the production head on. Mm. You put the MC head on. I mean, the first time I heard you officially was was when you did gorillas mm-hmm. but like since then you've done benny page you've done nigel rose you've done yeah i mean you've been telling me about some secret stuff going on and i'm just like whoa <laughs> like yeah so yeah man it's it's amazing that that i feel like yeah i mean i get bored quite easily mm. so usually when i get bored of what kind of music i'm doing i always re- revert back to where the love came from which yeah. is reggae and Motown, and so, so I always go back to that and right. listen to it. The old Sam Cooks, Nat King Cole, I go zone oh, right up, in, right? and then I re reinvent it again and come with something new. Yeah, but I do get bored of the same music all the time. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, I remember when we were working because me and Sweets, we've we've worked together on many a tune, especially we have yeah, two thousand and easily between two thousand four two thousand and six. Yep. We was in and out of that studio in Shepherd's Bush. He was. That um, was my production head. People watching, <laughs> shall we say, from the window. I know. <laughs> the best way to write. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling yeah. you. Uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was golden because I, I'd never I'd never imagined you being so well versed in the studio behind the board. Well, a lot of people don't know that side of me. My production and writing, mm. I do like to be way in the background because I feel like if you're writing with an artist it should be about the artist Mm -hmm. and not the producer Mm -hmm. even though we're in the year or the generation of it's more about the producers yeah yeah, yeah. but um yeah I mean I've written with yourself Mm, I've written with Naina Cherry as you know uh Sugar Babes Simon Webb did you do Tubby T you did some stuff with Tubby T I wrote a whole album with Tubby T Tubby was Awesome. Yeah, I mean, as you said that, that touched my heart, man. That's that's my G right there, man. Don. Yeah, man, because he cries when he sings, man. Yeah, he does. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. That was a point. I remember you playing me some stuff. I was like, whoa, Mm. you know. Um, Mm. But yeah, and then this new generation, you know, um, you mentioned to me earlier before we hit record, Mm -hmm. you were saying about the um, the theory of going away to come back as an artist. And I think yeah. that's a that's something that holds dear to me. And, um, yeah, elaborate on that. Well, I feel like you do get to a point in just in life where if you're doing the same thing, you'll just keep writing about the same thing. <laughs> so I feel like I needed time away. My other passion is really working with young people 
and um, especially young boys who's off the rail. Yeah, because I've yeah. been there, I've done it. So I just really wanted to give something back. So I went away, got my degrees, did some teaching, working with young people, and it kind of inspired me to come back and sing about stuff like that. Yeah, that's what's up. You know, yeah. it's a lot of inspiration from them, really. Yeah, man. So I needed I needed a break and I needed to come back fresh. Yeah, yeah. You know, the main thing for me with music is love first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I never came into the music business to be famous or anything. It's just my passion. And anything I do, I always want to make sure I really love it. Or else I can't get down with it. I think the infectiousness that you bring to a tune inherently makes you quite the character on stage. I, I know <laughs> you're saying about not being up front and famous, mm. but um, it goes to show going away and coming back and mm-hmm. still having the, the, the clarity and to engage with people and that, that power. Mm-hmm. You still got it, bro. You still got that. And it's Thank like. Thank you very much, man. It's crazy. It's like it's a, it's a 180 on the things you were doing. You. you, you Gave it a minute and then your back in was on some new, like new, new acts. Well, I'm fresh again, man. And I always mm-hmm. feel like, without being cocky, what I do is quite timeless. Mm-hmm. And there's not many of me left. <laughs> so we're kind of, I feel like we're needed at the moment. Yeah. In yeah, the yeah. game, definitely. From a performance point of view, and like yeah, you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I love performing. That's my favourite part. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the energy from the crowd and then you put it back in the music. So, yeah, yeah man. When you're when you're writing with uh, newer caliber acts, like what's your invo- what's your involvement? Like how deep do you go in collaborating? Because I remember how we did it, mm-hmm. and it was a very interactive thing, and we you know we used to get gems. Is it yeah. still that way? I I prefer to work that way when I'm working with someone more than they send me a beat and then I do. The, I like to bounce off people. Yeah, yeah. But um. I mean, the new artists really inspire me. (laughs) They do. I find them really inspiring. So it's easy to bounce off them Mm. because what you put to them is fresh. So it's like, yeah, it's a good vibe, man. I always like to be on stuff what I'm not really meant to be on, if you know what I mean. exactly what you mean. Yeah, so I like to be on stuff that's a bit... Out of the Part box. of the tapestry of a sound, and you you're kind of involved in it. Yeah, man. I know what you mean, and I it kind of. What happens is, especially in those environments um, where you're, you're you're coming in like as a new face act, but with the pedigree you've had, mm. and you're some of your ideas you're pulling out, you 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 know you're opening some doors in the head, and you're like, oh, you know, they wouldn't have heard this before. No, exactly. You know? That's where experience comes. Yeah, in. the ten thousand. That, that hours, was yeah. like that. I challenged myself to say, do you know what? I want to work with some of these young artists, and challenge myself can i still kick it with them uh-huh. and yeah i think i'm i'm not doing too bad yeah, at the moment. Slaying. you're slaying and yeah, it's, it's awesome like the, the bbc proms mm, that like, was amazing and i was seeing that on your feed i was like dude gone for, like that that was unprecedented wasn't i it? know i mean i'm the first reggae artist to ever do the yeah, yeah. bbc proms and um see that's yeah, kudos, honor, man. man that's some serious kudos. it was an honor and i did it with nadia rose who's like one of the most amazing artists at the moment, for me anyway. She's so 
yeah, she's amazing. You, if you don't know her, you need to check her out. She's flam her flamboyance. It uh, is character, it's man. And they, see, that's what lacks in. Uh, for me personally, it's like mm. as soon as I see a characterful person, I'm like, mm. oh, I'm, I'm already invested. Yeah, you know, shallow as it is, you know, I grew up on MTV generation, MTV generation, exactly. Like seven second attention span, and if you look good and you're moving it and you're doing it, and then mm. you've sold it. I think personality and character it needs to come through your music, and she's definitely one who's you know. I remember Very seeing inspiring. her. I saw her at Fabric um, for Super Dry, and she had this beatbox that had come up. Wow! Yeah, this girl. Like, oh, was you a bit like, oh, <laughs> you're on my territory here? You know, what? I, I, I actually thought to myself, these, these, this is like a new generation of act, and the fact that they're giving like this set piece, mm -hmm. not for like some show off kind of beatboxing, but actually you integrating it in a real old school hip hop way, but doing it in a garage, trappy, yeah. grimy way. It's just was just it was for me it was it wasn't about the technicality, it was yeah. like how refreshing that was yeah, to see. Man, it. it's good that I, I feel the same way about the new artists really. I think they're very inspiring at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, definitely. There's a track at the moment, this um Wretch Free Two track with um uh Kojo funds, Point Pondit Edge. Ooh. Tottenham, girl, Wayne Pondit, and I'm like, oh, these kids, they're just making no, some banging music at the moment. I mean, yeah, really inspiring for me. Wretch man. falls into that kind of line between grime and rap. Yeah, but not very too well. Just he just fits right. Very well. You know. I'd almost, I mean, I don't like to box people, but he's almost like a like a Nas type character. I've, That's right. He's deep. And, That's right. You know. And he comes from, it feels like he's got a 90, 90 early mid-90s Yeah, swag. there's clarity to it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. Yeah, I feel like as an older artist, we need to plug into all this stuff because sometimes you get kind of stuck in your box and you can't think out of yeah. the box and you then you get set in your ways and that's, you just do the same music all the time. Because nostalgia feels nice. It's a nice little comfy of place course. in your head. It, and it makes it, you feel nice and safe. Too snuggly. Yeah. Yeah, It'll man. It'll kill you. That's It'll what get I said. You. I'm challenging myself all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, what, what inspires you musically outside of music? Like, what do you like doing outside? Um, I like jogging. I love swimming. Um, I like reading, just normal stuff. I like family. I'm all about family, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My kids inspire me, so, yeah, just stuff like that, man. It's immersive, isn't it, once you get into the into a, a, a division league table of uh, of calibre of act and you're, you're, you've just got to keep rolling and some days it's just like you're working to spec on a schedule that doesn't give you the chance to always do... Them more hobby-based things, isn't it? That's true. I mean, with music, it's a lot of commitment. Mm. You know, like, you know how much commitment it takes. So sometimes you can't always be there for everybody. But yeah, you've got to be brave. You've got to be brave, you know? Yeah, man. Does it get easier um, as you get older? As you, get, as you go through the, the journey of... I feel like in some ways it does. I mean, like, you know, like when you're doing a stage show, there's been moments, I, as you know about my show, I use a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. And there's moments where you have to kind of 
use your experience just to get your breath back. <laughs> so, yeah, it's challenging, but, man, I wouldn't change it for the world, man. I love music. Experiences, isn't it? It's like mm. racking up them experiences. There was a story you told me that, and it was around the same time as we were going in the studio, where you said that you were at a show and someone had spiked your drink. Yeah, wow. And you said you nearly died. I did. That was in Ibiza. I mean, oh, that was a dark night, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, someone spiked my drink. I'm, I mean, I don't know who did it. And it was me being careless. I mean, I'm in the little uh, backstage part, so it could only be a handful of people, but it was a dark night, man. <laughs> but these, you know, that could never happen again, so it was an experience. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, for sure. But... um yeah. So the whole time, and, and Middle Row, was that the name of Oh, it? Middle Row. And that, Jamie, was yeah. it Jamie? Jamie, Ed Case, Carl H. That's B. the one. Oh, it was a real, that was a garage yeah. outfit. Oh, we done some great stuff, man. How did you, like, and how did you go through that transitional? Because this is an, another thing, like around the same time we were working together, there really was like a sweeping transition, and I think it came with MySpace into Facebook, Facebook That's right. into, there was also this, like, the beginnings of like, well, it wasn't really the beginnings. Grime was happening. Yeah, but it, and it was in swing. But it was like it was a lot more built off of the the garage scene. That's right. But, I, I'd say Soul Solid kind of came with a change to the garage scene. Mm. It was definitely a separation, and I feel like you know I'm no expert on grime, but I knew when Soul Solid came. It was definitely a change. So there was garage, and then there was yeah. so solid. Do you yeah, know what yeah I mean? exactly. So yeah, I mean, yeah. And you, because you trans, you transcended that your your voice. You know, even when you look at the the numbers of songs recently, your voice it cuts through all of them genres every time. Don't you feel? Don't you feel? Because I I definitely sense that you've you've transcended the genre boundaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. I like different... I mean, to be honest, when I first started doing Garage, I was like... I used to say to Jamie, I don't get it. I don't get where they're singing on. And he was always like, look, just do what you normally do. So it took a while to get used to the kind of dance tempo, Garage tempo. But yeah, like you say, the voice always seems to cut through. You made People it know the voice, so... Yeah. Which is a bit of a advantage for me i suppose yeah it cuts through sound system again highlighting the sound system yeah man it's all it's all derived from that yeah man. yeah mm. Lila, Lila. Well, i mean i always say the music may change but my vibes remain the same mm. it's, it's like it doesn't matter what music i always bring that bit of reggae to it mm -mm. so yeah yeah the way you flow on like the, the earlier garage stuff mm. It was it was unique in that it was you doing it, and I guess the that influence that you had on that, mm -hmm. it, it went on with other onto other acts as the the scene grew. You know, like yeah, people. definitely, man, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, like even the Gorillas track, that was just a vibe. Like me, Damon, and Ed Case went out one night, mm. and he was talking about the album. I said, "Let me have a listen," and I picked that track and said. Leave it with me and Ed. Me and Ed fell back into the studio a bit tipsy. Mm -hmm. By six, seven o'clock in the morning, we done that track. It was never meant to be a big track like that. It was just a vibe, man. Yeah. You know, mm. I might because like, we we spoke about this earlier, and it's because I, I that that fraternity of like of like nineties indie indie pop yeah. band stuff. 
I was never, I, it was like so far off my radar at the time. Mm. And I think it was, we, we share a similar sentiment there. So like when you met Damon, it was almost like, who are you? I didn't know who Damon was. Yeah. But it's yeah. so mad because um, back in the day when there was Oasis and Blur, yeah. I sorry to say this, D-Boss, but I was always into Oasis. <laughs> I was. And um, it's funny because Damon Auburn is super talented. He has about 10 different hats. So what what you get with Blur is so different from what you get with Gorillaz. Mm-hmm. And he's got so many different projects. So the test of time has shown that he is super talented, I mean. And when you play that tune, the, the, the remix that, that you were on, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember being at art school at the time. I mean, I was only there for a little while before I'd, I'd got, kicked, got out. kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but from what I remember, that was like, was a quite a, that was a row, heavy rotated tune. Yeah, that was I mean, a, that was a real good part of my career. That was a real high in my career. Yeah, yeah man. And you get them and then you work the tune and then you come again. And, and then you get another high. and it, Yeah, you know. my career seems to be a lot of highs, a few lows, a lot of highs, a few. And a little bit left, a little bit right. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's always right. taught me that that old cliche, you've got to be in it to win it. That's right. Do you know what I mean? Because you never right. know who's listening to your music. Having the ups and downs, you've really got to appreciate the downs. You've got to, you have to you have to learn from them. You have to learn from them mm. and embrace them. You know, get yeah. a bit of a stoic attitude to it, or you can't change it. Just get on. I think the greats always come back from the being knocked out. Mm. You know, Muhammad Ali. You know, he got knocked out, but yeah. he got back up, and he's the greatest. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 totally. You know, the that's life. There's yeah. ups and downs, man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It is. I find it quite tough to keep reinventing yourself, but that's. You know, if you really love music, mm-hmm. that's what you do. And follow the sounds, follow the songs. Like, yeah. Again, that complacency of like nostalgia and falling back into what exactly. you think you like. You exactly. Know, push it. Sometimes they, there's new music that comes out and you really have to force yourself to try and understand what what is it about this music. That people like, oh, yeah, I can get from it. Yeah, what yeah. can I get from it? And how can I take that music and wrap it up into my music? Yeah, you yeah, know? man, I agree. That, that's the way, man. Completely. And it's what keeps it fresh, isn't it? Of course, mate. Definitely. Have you got a studio around at your um, yard? I've always had a studio. I wake up at random hours with a song in my head and I have to get it down. So, I mean, I do my best work to be fair in my slippers. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. cup of tea, slippers, smashing that microphone, mate. Yeah, yeah, no. I, 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 like in there, you know, because we're going to be working on some stuff yeah. for the start of next year, and it was it was it was awesome the way that because when you jump in, you're like literally, you're 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 straight in the zone. Yeah, like there's no, you don't second guess that you you really are quite on an immediate vibe. Right, as soon as I feel this, okay, this is it. I'm I'm like that. I, you see, I've got about twenty seconds, and if I feel it, I'm in. And if I have to force it, it, it's not always right. I mean, there has been times where I've done songs and I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. and they've turned out to be quite popular. Yeah. But in general, for me, it's a feeling. Yeah. And if yeah. I don't get that feeling, it doesn't matter who it is or how great the track is, I'm not in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, it's it's a, I mean, it's the way to be, in it? Energy first, isn't it? Mm. Energy up first. Because anything else, it just feels... I remember when I was, at the time when we were recording together, no matter how stressful something got, because at most, and I'm sure Duncan won't be um, upset to hear it, but 
it was a partnership. We were yeah. always working together in a management kind of way. It was yeah. almost like a, you know, mm-hmm. no holds bad. Grab what you as you go and you take delegate, you know, but also yeah. take your own. And uh, I, I learned myself as like, okay, how do I quickly turn around my headspace, my mental space from being that to then being creative, exactly yeah. creative. And I worked out it was about 11 minutes. It took me about 11 minutes from walking in the studio and getting a cup of tea down yeah. and not hearing anything until it was like, right, okay, cool, you know? I always think for artists, it's really important to have a good team around you to take away that stuff away from your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. As a creative, creatives ain't ain't so great at business, no, to be not. fair. Like, creative people are usually quite wacky. Yeah, yeah. You know, either a bit out there yeah, yeah. or in there. Wide ideas, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's really good. To, I mean, my manager now, he's he's shit hot, man. He's He's wicked. And he doesn't mess around to tell me, do you know what? Nah, that one ain't good. Not yeah. feeling that. Yeah, yeah. And then it makes me go back and think, well, why is he not feeling it? Because you know, as an artist, yeah, yeah. you've drawn your picture no, 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 and someone's no, no. like, okay. oh, it's I don't okay. like that. <laughs> like, what? I put my heart and soul into that. Yeah, yeah. But it's good to have fresh ears on it. Yeah. You know, he's young as well. And it's a good team, man. I've got Benny Page as well, where we've got a project coming out. And he's ears for me as well. So, Benny's sick. Mate, he is. Again, another genre cross, like, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and you know the maddest thing? Every now and again in my career, I meet people who we just have this mad chemistry. When you meet people like that, you don't let them go, man. No, that's like, right, yeah. You know? Absolutely. So we have that real chemistry, yeah. man. It's good to have that brotherhood locked in, you know, of, of a good team around you. Yeah. And like you say, young ears and eyes, people yeah, that are, or at least people that are, got their finger on that sort of mate the track what i done with red light i went to do a different track and i was like i play me some other i went to do something completely different when he played that track i just started going in Mm -hmm. and he looked at me and i looked at him like whoa yeah and that was it that's the vibe man yeah yeah. so yeah yeah yeah. i love him he's a good boy man. yeah man i'm on a good vibe at the moment man music's blessed Life is blessed right now, man. Good, man. It's good to hear. Yeah, man. Sweet Irie, Killer Keller podcast. Murder. Thanks for coming through, brother. Always, my bro. Stay lucky, man. Bless. <laughs> Love that. That was really nice.